blistering treasure. It's Red Rackham's Barnacles. This is Best Pictures, the podcast where we pick our favorite movies for every year we've been alive. I'm Cody Lunsford, and I'm joined, as always, by... I'm Thompson. And I'm Thompson. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. The, the listeners won't know our real names, but it's no. fine. If they're jumping in on the fucking adventures of 1010 episode. That's a str- profoundly strange person. Yeah. They were like, I'm just waiting for the right movie. I'm just waiting for them it. to finally cover 1010. Yeah. I mean, uh, to be fair, sometimes it takes multiple podcasts for you to start like recognizing people's voices. But sure. Get over yeah. it. I think yeah. we have fairly does i you know i i have that problem with some podcasts but there's others i don't because they have very like distinct voices i would say all three of our voices are pretty different i think so but i also know the three of us pretty well i I don't i i think that our voices are distinctive but sometimes Uh it's hard to like put a name to a voice like you that's podcast i listen to where it's like i cannot tell when one host stops talking and the other host starts talking Yes. And sometimes it's like, I know the three voices. I just don't know which is which. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. But anyway, I'm Chad. <laughs> and I'm <idiot>. Mark. <laughs> okay. So great bit. Yeah. Um, this show, as you might know by now, yes, maybe, yes, it, maybe it's your Hammers. first episode. <laughs> what, is, what is it, Jason? I in- I introduced myself. I, I said, I'm Cody Lunsford. Um, on this show, we pick our favorite movie for every year we've been alive. And then we also talk about Oscar stuff. We look at movies through the prism of the Academy Awards and what we think should have been nominated and whether the movies we watched actually freaking got nominated. Yeah. Um, and Tintin was... Tintin got nominated for Best Picture or just Best Animated? Uh, score. Yeah, none of those things. Oh, neither. <laughs> I was about to say, uh, best picture would be insane. Uh, but uh, I mean, crazier things have happened. But yeah, literally just score. Why the score, did this not it, get nominated for animated score? Feature? Because people are stupid. It, it's the same reason Lion King didn't get nominated for best animated movie, and well, it that's, should that's have. The, that's the live action Lion King, though. So that's uh-huh. except it's not. It should have been nominated as an because animation wise, that movie, movie should have credit. The uh-huh. first shot you see is. Real. I guess that's the argument. Anyway, we are talking. About the 2011 Madcap MoCap film, yeah. The Adventures of Tintin. Um, but before uh, we, I do give that, it a, I give it a 10 out of 10. That's good. It's good. Um, but before we do that, before we dive into my pick for the best movie of 2011, yeah, we need to talk about the freaking Megaplex guys. Did you know these bad boys were still open? They didn't close them all yeah. down. I thought cinema was dead. Mm-hmm. It's not. So it's I'll, it's alive, roaring like a lion. I'll go first, guys, with a pretty disappointing story. Uh-huh. Yeah, sure. Walked up to the the box office, right? Uh-huh. Yes. I say one for the free guy. Oh and no, then come he tries on. To charge me $18. Oh no. Come on. Did he not know and that you have AMC A-list? <laughs> yeah, come said on. The guy was free. So why were you seeing the motion picture free guy at somewhere other than an AMC? <laughs> because that was your mistake. I, I wanted to see it projected in, in uh, 30, 35 millimeter. Uh, uh, it's yeah. Quentin's personal print. Yeah, it, was the, it was at the New Bev. Uh, he had it printed specifically for him. <laughs> um, that movie that movie being like printed on 30 The funniest millimeter. idea ever. Because <laughs> it's, uh, just, it's just 
digital noise that entire thing yeah have you, you haven't seen it right neither of you have seen no i've seen a trailer no. and that's yeah. fine it's just enough. like the movie it's fine <laughs> yeah well i mean sometimes you know you should it's about video games you should adapt yeah. it to the medium that it's made at 35 millimeter just like video games <laughs> right yes yes right um so free guy no what you really should have oh, done is oh, watch it in I, I 60 frames uh, 60 oh, frames oh, per second that, that actually that's is true they that's how had, you should have seen it they should, should have, have made you produce this movie and make it like the the high frame rate yeah only, only viewable on a desktop computer. all video games like you like everything on my ps5 i can turn yeah, into 60 frames per second frames. mode and i turn it off because it i don't like how it, it looks yeah. they should make you push a button between each line of dialogue Yes, yes, like a Telltale game, <laughs> like control the movie like that. Would do you want Ryan Reynolds to say something sarcastic, or do you want him to say something okay, swarmy? So let me <laughs> let me stop you right there because Ryan Reynolds is more wholesome than one might expect in this movie. I don't uh, care. Yeah, I mean he's fine. he's not doing the Deadpool thing. I think what he's doing here works he's doing closer to a buddy the elf thing just like so i think and he, uh, i mean he he does it in hobbs and shawl he's got this weird yeah. performance style now that is like a little like weird detached yeah. isn't everything happening around it's a i can't I pinpoint what Dead, the performance i think it started is. It with deadpool and then it's kind of gotten into all of his other performances it's, it's a weird performance style though. as something special here because you know he's this guy who sure didn't know he had sentience and then yeah um but no i mean clueless ryan reynolds i think is the best flavor of ryan reynolds i, I think, don't remember like, him in clueless yeah that was paul rudd chad right that was paul rudd but no i'm talking about a a a, a I was about to say Paul Rudd, a Ryan Reynolds who is playing a character who is clueless, is fine. Uh -huh. like who who doesn't know how, doesn't know anything. He, he he's trying to talk to these people who are like real people, but he doesn't know the distinction between real people and NPC people. Mm -hmm. uh, and so they'll say things like they'll call him an NPC, and he has no idea what they're talking about. He's like, well, uh, okay, okay. Uh, I just uh, it's, it's it, the trailer made me dislike basically everybody involved yeah so like they, i found them so annoying in every trailer that it like soured my opinion on like most people involved he's not the least annoying person in the world there are two characters who are kind of the heart of the movie who are not the free guy it's and it joe keery and jody comer do you have right? to pay for them yes yeah, yeah they're they're dlc they're, they're dlc <laughs> uh and then um but it's yeah, taika then, annoying in it he seems fucking oh, annoying oh, based on the trailer oh, extremely worse than okay. you're imagining he, he seems like kind of unbearable and i'm like yep. is this is this guy annoying actually oh, oh extremely um the, the, but the heart of the movie those two characters that stuff is actually pretty effective in okay, a way cool. that, i think just because i wasn't expecting any heart in this movie i was just expecting sure. like dumb stuff it i mean like maybe you were expecting some hearts that said one up on them you know hey <laughs> you freaking know like the freaking video go. games there that's a good one you know like freaking video games you ever heard of them yeah i'm done talking about free guy there's really not <laughs> there's much, not much else about. yeah, yeah. Um, Mark, i'm good listening about free guy <laughs> what do you see i think you're gonna well chad you I also saw heard. jungle you also saw jungle cruise and we haven't talked about that yet good lord have we not talked about that yet nope uh it, i don't even it, remember what i thought about that movie it was pretty fun i guess yeah, it's fun like, yeah it's good it, it's, it's solid being z 
in a way. There was a twist um, I didn't see coming. Maybe I'm done. And yeah, it was ruled. fun. It was a fun, yeah. fun little twist. There's fun action. Yeah. Mark should watch it. Yeah, they should uh, make a sequel. They should do more adventures with these two characters. Um, yeah. The Blunt and The Rock. Um, Emily yeah. the Blunt. Uh, <laughs> just Emily the Blunt. <laughs> Emily the Blunt, yeah. The Mark, rock. are you going to watch it in 45 days or are you just not going to watch it? I'll, if I watch it, it will be in 45 days. Sure. Hey, speaking of Chad, Cruella on Disney Plus oh, on, Friday. Oh, on Friday. On Friday. Cool. Yep. I mean, you know I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch yeah, it. Yeah, it's good. Day. I mean, uh, I just missed the theatrical run. I wasn't that into it. So I was, yeah. I was always going to wait. It's on the list, though. So you got oh, to. Speaking of on the list, Mark, what did you freaking uh, see, dude? I saw freaking Suicide Squad. Oh, that you sucks. hear about this one? Did you movie, hear about this one? Oh, I'm sorry. So I saw freaking The Suicide Squad. Dude, oh. I love that movie. Yeah. That movie's so good. Yeah. It's, Guys, uh, do you it's know the most in important this... article ever. Do you do, do, do you guys know in this one? Like, it's the bad guys. and it, It's the bad guys in this one. They're but but they, they're doing good things, they're maybe? They're doing good things, kind of. But maybe they're doing bit. bad things. But also, I in think, this one, the people die sometimes. I, I think mean, that this movie, no joke, I know we're doing jokes. This is a lighthearted podcast. It's a comedy podcast. Yeah. Well, until we get to <laughs> Then, then it becomes the most business. dry, like, academic. academic. Right, right. Um, um, but I legitimately think in this movie of all the superhero movies of like recent uh, years, I think this contains one of the most heroic moments of any of them. Um, uh, I don't know if I know what you're talking you're about. The most heroic moment of any superhero yeah, movie? Spoiler warning. It's just, it's when the squad decides to like, risk their lives like amanda waller could blow up their brain to do the yeah. right thing and to like step away from like they're no longer contracted to do something they're doing something because it's the right thing to do yeah but freaking um, iron man yeah. snaps freaking iron yeah. man snaps in endgame and it okay. freaking dies yeah but at one point thor is like another one in thor <laughs> it's pretty heroic when, I was when, he throws, to... when he throws the cup <laughs> yeah Here's the story behind that joke. I decided I'm going to do one about the movie Thor, and then I remembered <laughs> nothing about the movie Thor. I believe he says, bring me another, not another one. Damn. Okay. Yeah, you're he thinking of DJ Khaled, DJ. Who, is, who we know for a fact is not a hero because he does not go down on his wife. No, he doesn't. But and actually, or does that make him a hero because DC said Batman couldn't go down on Catwoman right. because he was a hero. Good guys hero. don't do that. Superheroes yeah. don't do that. Yeah. All right. Mm. Maybe DJ Khaled is a superhero. Much to think about. Yeah, Much not to not only DJ Khaled just graduated from sleazy guy to <laughs> actual superhero DJ. Actual Khaled. superhero. Yeah. Uh, Suicide Squad. I like it. It's good. There's, I don't know. I like Harley Quinn a lot, and I yeah. prefer the movie that has more Harley Quinn in it. I think, but I like so this movie a lot. Birds, Birds of Prey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I like Birds of Prey more. I, I mean, I like Birds of Prey is fun, but I liked I, Idris. I liked yep. Joel Kinnaman. Yep, Joel Kinnaman. I, I think he's very good. I like Joel Kinnaman. Um, even like John the, Cena's great. Some of the characters John that Cena's don't good. like Polka Dot Man is good. Polka Dot Man's great. Even some of the characters that like don't last very long are very fun. Uh, T D T T D T D K, the detachable kid. Yeah, yeah, is fun. Weasel is fun. 
Uh, I think Pete the Davidson movie is fun. Yes, I think the movie opening on Michael Rooker is a weird choice. I don't really James, get it's it. It's a James Gunn choice. It's a James yeah. Gunn movie, and it's just like here's the guy I work with all the time. But it yeah. was like, well, I don't I know. Like, maybe it's fine, but it's. In, it's it, I think it's intended to throw you off. Like you, but it did not really succeed. But I, but I do think that's right. the intention. And the I think if is, you hadn't been like watching trailers and like, like if you watched this movie for the first time 10 years from now, I think you'd be surprised when he dies. You're probably right. I just, I was like, I was, I was kind of confused. Like I couldn't follow who our main character was, which is fine. Like it, it doesn't it, necessarily it, need it one. It certainly but, is an ensemble too. Like, right. I mean, I guess you could argue maybe it's Idris and then Harley has her own mm-hmm. B-plot. I would say um, Idris, Idris, Harley, John Cena, and then... Mm, I, w- I, I might would put Ratcatcher above John Cena, personally. I mean, yeah, she's 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 great. And, and John Cena, and again, spoiler warning, but you probably could see this coming, uh, ended up being a bit of a villain. So. Or you didn't watch it, because fucking nobody did, apparently. Well, <laughs> right? I think plenty of people did on HBO Max. HBO Max. Man, I want to watch the movie again on HBO Max. Hobal Max. Well, you can. You can yeah, for you can. 30 days. I think I or freaking something. will. 30 days minus like two weeks, I guess. Yeah. And so then like also, you know, in like another month, they'll put it back on. <laughs> right. Yeah. They got to have a little really bit of a window. Weird world we're living in these days. Movies yeah. Are, movies are weird, guys. Movies are freaking weird. Speaking of freaking weird, I'm not talking about the movie I thought I was <laughs> because <laughs> we're a little delayed and I'll talk about that movie next time. I'm not going to okay. talk about that freaking weird horror movie. I'm going to talk about Coda, which is my favorite movie of the year thus far. It is an Apple TV Plus. Yes, you heard that right. Apples have freaking TV on them now. And that's, sometimes that TV is also movies. That's impossible. I've had a, my TV's had an Apple on it, but not vice versa. Yeah, I've <laughs> yeah, watched I, I've I watched movies with apples. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Name, Names uh, in the Giant. Uh, actually, that's that not, a that's peach. A peach. That's, that's not an apple. apple. Name one movie um, with an apple in it. In I dare Pirates you. of the Caribbean. Okay. Good, good will hunting in a hunt, good will hunting. They talk about apples. They do talk about if apples. people like them. About like does them. apple or D's apples. Damn apples. It's not damn D's. apples. <laughs> there it is. Oh, what is D's? Nuts. D's nuts. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that one was just saying D's. <laughs> like that's not. So, a coda yeah. is a heartwarming tale. It, it won both the audience thought... award and the jury prize at Sundance. I could have uh, sworn you already talked about this. Because, I did not because not. I watched it because a couple days. Mark ago. made a joke about it being a sequel to Adult Children of Divorce. It's. I said I was hey, looking hey, listen, for. I might make another joke. Like that. So, so this is this is what's called paying oh, this is a things off. off. To, right. When I said that I was looking forward to this movie, Got I watched it. it and then I and then I liked it. Um, but it's now a, you're yeah, backwards to it. Now so I'm looking backwards is, to uh, it. How is Adam Scott in this? Okay, so Cut is very good. Um, everybody should watch it. I hope it doesn't get too buried from being the Apple TV Plus. But if you're watching, I don't know, Ted Lasso or morning shows about to come back, or if you're one of the five people who watched the $300 million budget Jason Momoa Dave Bautista show that I didn't realize oh, yeah. was going on, or that they Wait, both were in Dave it. Dave Bautista in season? season season two. He is season the co lead. Yeah, season two. See- 
Um, anyway, you, they should you should do something with that with the marketing. Yeah, great. Uh, or if you're going to watch Foundation, which comes out soon, you should also go over. Or if to... you're wanting to watch more Joel Kinnaman and you decide to watch For All Mankind. Exactly. There's so much you can watch on Apple TV There's Plus. And one of There's those things. Snoopy goes to there space. Is peanuts. This is not an ad. <laughs> Co- hey. Coda is peanuts. great. <laughs> more like D's nuts. nuts. Great. There you go. So Coda See, and, is. And that Cody. Uh huh. That's Coda. a, a no, not Cody. Coda. <laughs> Coda. So Coda, like the bear and brother bear, um, Coda is about a hearing child of a deaf parent. She also has a deaf um, brother, and she wants to sing. It's a pretty basic level plot, but it really like drills down into some specifics of her life you know they're kind of a poor family they've relied on her always to be a translator of sorts um and she wants to go away to college it's very like heartbreaking and heartwarming and it's it, it's very sundancey but also it, it's really freaking good um the entire cast is absolutely incredible so marley matlin as the mom i feel like you use sundancey as a as a pejorative as as like a a negative there yes i was okay (laughs) i think like maybe that's not fair no there is there is a like a a faux sundance like trying to be sundancey is a criticism no there there's a there's a sun there's sundance tropes of yeah. those kind of like indie dramedies, the very Duplass kind of style, where they, I, obviously there's good examples of it, but right. I, I mean, I have seen a ton of festival yeah. Sundancey See, type I've never movies been to a film that festival. are just like we, we heartwarming. Like I get best pictures to be considered press, so I can get like, yeah, I would love movies. that. We, we are press. Review, we do review movies. Somebody tell us how to be press. So, um, so people can yell at us on Facebook. Yeah. Um, tell me how to be pressed. My wife is about to, to use the pressed. microwave, so you might hear some beeping and some. I will try to mute my mic when I'm not talking. You're going to hear some beeping when I tell you to frick off, Chad. Actually, no, because this is a, a pro cussing podcast. It is pro cussing. Unlike so my we're, other we're, show. We're, we're, we're really good at it. <laughs> We're really good at it. Okay, that's enough about the Megaplex, I guess. I don't know. It's It's been a couple weeks since we've seen any of these movies in full transparency, so that's why we're a little uh, like... I saw Free Guy like two days ago. Okay, well, it was Free Guy. So the good movies, <laughs> it had been a minute since we had seen. Yeah. Uh, um. Also, we are eagerly anticipating a Spider-Man trailer may be coming out. Um, so is, is, it, is it out? It, let me check. Past it's I've, time. I've, I've not gotten the text that I imagine I will get when it comes out or to the Twitter fair, message. It's, it, if it came out at the time it was supposed to, it's only been out for two minutes. So if they did watch the trailer before texting you, uh, guys, they I probably don't think just finished the trailer. I don't think it's coming out tonight. No <laughs> way. So why this time? Was Sony had some event tonight or something? Yeah. Gotcha. Shit, that's funny. I mean, that's I guess really funny. We'll, we'll wait until this, uh, but I don't think it's coming out tonight. That's Fuck, very funny. Chad and I are going to have to record on a third day this week. Anyway. Uh, um, we'll, we'll just talk about the little pixely thing. That'll, that'll be fine. I didn't watch it well enough. Anyway, let's talk okay. about 1010. Uh, sure. Cody, that's, uh, you picked I, this movie. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What movie were you talking about, Cody? Ten Ten. Mm, that's not a, a movie that I'm aware of. <laughs> the Adventures of Ten Ten. 
also known like as they, Adventures like of Tintin, the Secret of the Unicorn. It's not Wait. actually called that here. Is it? It's it was like that's its technical name with that like subtitle in some places. See, here's the thing. I was about to say I feel like this movie needs a subtitle because it's one adventure, and it yeah. feels like it should be the Adventures of Tintin: Colon the Secret of the Unicorn. And it, it's so. definitely setting up like future things that we're still waiting on. I mean, it explicitly was doing that. Peter Jackson was going yeah. to do the second. Del Toro was going to do the third. Wow. It, it is one of the most infuriating things that it has not come to fruition. Because this movie... The most infuriating things. It is, because I love this movie. Yeah, it's a good um, I think. Uh, I think it's a good movie. I don't know if it's a good movie, Cody. It is a good movie. Um, it might be. Let's okay. Shut up. Uh, the, the 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 other movies were going to be. Let's see. Jamie Bell in 2015 said it was going to be Tintin and the Temple of the Sun. Ooh, um, good. There has been no news. It's because it's Peter Jackson. The, uh, what yeah. what what the Steven Spielberg is doing? He doesn't films. make movies anymore. And Spielberg yeah. is like, look, we made an agreement. Peter's going to do the second one. We're waiting on him to do it. That is basically what they are saying at this point. I mean, the other thing is I that think... it's Del Toro who famously agrees to 15 movies every day and then makes every one day. every three years. I think I know when we're going to get a Tintin trailer. And you might not like, I mean, not a trailer, a mo- the movie. And you uh, might not like the answer. Listeners, we're getting an influx of texts about, <laughs> about Uncharted. When, <laughs> about what is showing at this Sony event? At the CinemaCon. Wait, Sorry, we're going to focus. Are they actually showing we, we can't watch it. It's at CinemaCon, but people are doing live updates for it. But it, they that's did just so show Uncharted footage, which is so hilarious. And then I hope Tom footage. Holland was talking about that when he said y'all aren't ready. Anyways. We um, need to put our phones down. Yeah, um, okay, we're, we're going on do not disturb mode, fellas. <laughs> hey, I'm not even looking at my phone. I'm looking at my work laptop, and I'm just like double-checking something. While so, oh, yeah, see, I have, um, I have text coming in on my laptop, so. Yeah, I'm going to have to like throw my Apple Watch here in a second. Do not so, disturb on. So, so Tintin. Here's when we're getting the Tintin sequel. Uh-huh. It's whenever Steven Spielberg and Peter Jackson die. We'll finally get a sequel. That would not be a sequel. It will <laughs> that, be a That reboot. would be a remake. I don't think yeah. Jamie Bell will be old enough to uh, be mocapping. Oh, they might just deep fake it, to be fair. They could do it. Yeah. Like, it's mocap. He yeah. wasn't this young anyway. And he also like didn't jump okay okay that's you he's not this young that's something you just said cody how Why, old is tintin he is Tell like how old he is he is post-college he's like 23 is he he looks like yes. a year really? old boy i they I draw thought, they draw him young but he has a fucking job he's an I adult know, he's, a he's a young it's adult so i always thought that he was like 15 like old enough to like be like you know but he's a, not he's he's a journalist an who's like well regarded yeah, maybe he's like 18 or 19 then. But yeah, no, he's a, he's a young adult. I feel I like he's, he's had a full career building up to this movie, though. Like there's there's stuff hanging on his walls uh-huh. from like previous stories that he's like covered and like adventures. I don't know if you young Indiana Jones, he's got like 30 I fucking know. adventures. I know. I just am trying to figure out how old this kid is because it hey, seems like he's a full adult. But he does not look like one. Late teens, late teens is what he's what he is. Is did you find that somewhere, or are you just making that up? I mean, I watched the film. Yeah, but it doesn't say that. Uh, Jesus Christ! You. How old is ten? Ten. 
Thank you. Let's find out. I'm excited. He appears as a young man around 14 to 19. So I would peg him at like 17 in this movie then probably because he's had some adventures. But he also meets his sidekick in this movie. I don't know, guys. I don't care. That's not, I don't, his age is not why. (laughs) Anyway, I love this movie. I think it is great. We're talking about Stevie Spielberg. It is. It is very fun. I think that this movie very much feels like Spielberg being like, okay, I'm going to just direct the shit out of something like, oh, you're telling me that I can make a movie and not worry about like actually like staging and telling actors what to do and where I can physically put a camera. I can, I can do insane do tracking shots. And that yes. stuff is fun and it's beautiful. Uh, yeah. I think this movie has, too, some of the most impressive lighting I've ever seen in an animated movie. Yeah. I was, oh, it, I think this movie looks good. Oh, I think yeah. it does sometimes. And then sometimes I, think, I see a man that rubs me the wrong way and I can't tell. Are you supposed to look realistic? Are you I think to look if, cartoony? I think what if we you? remember that this was 10 years ago yeah, and I believe it was the same year as uh, Zemeckis' A Christmas Carol, uh, this movie looks fucking incredible. <laughs> like when you compare See, th- I don't those. think it looks that much better oh, than I like definitely A Christmas do. Carol or it definitely looks better than like Polar Express. I think uh, it definitely. looks, but way it's like better. in that it still has those like moments where it's like, I feel like I'm watching the Polar Express. You know it's, what I mean? It's two years after A Christmas Carol. Okay, um, and and I much just think after it's like Polar Express. Yeah. I just but, think I, it has I, a better design it, of the world. It, it does have a better design helps. of the world. Yeah, I think I think that part of that comes from it being adapted from a comic book, yes. or like I don't I don't wanna, I don't know what you call things from the 30s. Like, is it a comic book? Is it, it is. a graphic novel? It's a comic. It it's a, a comic. it's a it's a comic. Yeah. Um, but like all of the character designs are taken from that. Um, right, and, and it all plays of the world into is from that, and most and of the story in, is from that. Right. It plays into like character caricatures of characters rather than making them look exactly human, which I also think helps. Um, So it's I think that they toe that line kind of dangerously. I feel like Tintin looks pretty human, but also very. Yes. Like just barely not human in a way that like if you hadn't seen a picture of regular Tintin, you would be like, why does this kid look so fucking weird? I, I mean, I mean, like 30s, you know, drawn comic. Tension. Yeah, which I think the opening title sequence helps with that because it, it it helps you sort of know that they're capturing some iconography of like a little boy who's got a flippy up hair in the front. Yes. Right. Uh, and you kind of know that they're like adapting that. And the caricature artist is the first thing you see. In Hilarious. The movie, which it's is a great. Bit. It's yeah. great. It's, it's good. a good bet. I also think this movie um comes into play because Spielberg is like, wow, you guys really hated my fucking Indiana Jones movie. I guess you guys think I can't do it. And then he's like, (laughs) fuck you, here it is. Because this is very Indiana Jones. This to me feels like he's doing Indiana Jones again and like crushing it in my opinion. I I kept forgetting it was Steven Spielberg watching it because as I was watching it, I was like, oh, this is like inspired by Indiana Jones, but it's just like- It's like, nah, he's just doing it. (laughs) Doing it again. Yeah. Well, and he, so he originally tried to make this movie in the 80s right and he was like he was going to meet with the with the author and then like the author died right um Mm. but he like got the permission to do it and then just kind of put it on the back burner for a while the the writing 
team for this movie is Cuckoo Bananas. Oh, it yeah. Is, it is Edgar Wright, Joe Cornish, and who's the third guy? Stephen Moffat. Stephen Moffat yeah. from like Sherlock and Doctor, Doctor Who. Doctor Who. This is the only movie yeah. Stephen Moffat has written. Yeah. Oh, Guys, yeah. it's got a good... And it comes from it comes from freaking Amblin and Nickelodeon. Like, come on, wild. Um, How many? Oh, here's an interesting question. How many Nickelodeon movies have we covered on this podcast? We've done that at least Libre. three. Because <laughs> I think um, do we do SpongeBob? Is School of Rock? Uh, School, of oh, no, Rock School of Rock is MTV, film? I think. No, School of Rock is a Nick movie, right? Because that's how they were able to get the Cosgrove. Put- well, no, that's how they were able to push it over to the uh, the the TV series. Um, oh, I thought, but maybe it's not. I don't see it. Can Did I find we do a fucking SpongeBob? list? Uh, we talk about it a lot. Let me see here. Nacho yeah. Libre. I don't think. I don't think. I think uh, Nacho Libre is the only one we've done, and this, of course, and yeah. this. Which one will probably be better? the only one we did do? We debated we about doing Rango. But we're right. not. Have you still not seen Rango, Cody? I still have not seen Rango. I also you, have not seen Rango. Especially after rewatching Ten Ten, I think you would love Rango like a yeah, lot. Yeah, I think I would. Yeah. Um, I just haven't watched it yet. Um, okay. Nickelodeon, they make pretty good movies. Mm-hmm. Um, what I, else? Do, what? Yeah. What do you want to? I so I saw this movie right the first time I, I watched it. I saw it in theaters. I also saw it in theaters mm-hmm. and then saw that it won a Golden Globe. It won Golden Globe for Best mm-hmm. Animated Movie. I somewhat famously did not really see the movie in theaters. You were making out? I was making out the entire time because it was three yeah. months into dating my now wife. And we, and well, I surprise, hope it was surprise, worth it. It was. Surprise, okay. surprise not a ton of people in the theater for this bad boy um, yeah it didn't make that much money right uh, it, it did 370 million dollars better so. than you think interesting it, it makes the amount totally fallen off of like right. pop culture i just assume it was a flop it, it but... makes the amount that makes it fucking infuriating well, that it doesn't have a sequel it made 374 yeah. million on a 135 million dollar budget that's not a I'm failure like, well I, basically 300 of that was overseas so That's I, fine. I, I was, get the feeling that this movie did well in like Belgium. Well, this, maybe has, France, to be, and, this yeah. has to be the best performing Nickelodeon movie that ever was. If Nickelodeon oh, wants another God. good $300 million, like make another Tintin movie. And I sort by that. Um, <laughs> let's see. At 209, I'm seeing 319. <laughs> so last airbender almost made as much as this movie, which is oh, funny. No way. That's awesome. Uh, I mean, so, to, to the surprise of no one, that show was huge when that movie came out. Everyone wanted to see it for themselves. So they SpongeBob that. movie two almost made this amount, which that's crazy. Uh, so I have found what the highest grossing um, Nickelodeon film is. Try to Good guess Lord. it. I can't even like think of other Nickelodeon it, movies. It is, is, it a, a, is it a franchise? It is a franchise. Okay. Is it? This is the third at bat for this franchise, and there's Whoa. two at bats on the way in two different mediums, and there's currently TV series running. Is it SpongeBob? Did nope. A, did a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yes. Whoa. It is the Michael Bay Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which made almost five hundred thousand okay. or five hundred million dollars. Wow. 
Yeah. Also crazy that we have two of those produced. Going. I guess they got the rights at some yeah, point they, because they now like are that, doing the shows. Like anime style, not quite anime style, but kind of yeah. like harder edges uh, yeah. style show right now. Yeah. Um, have you watched any of that, Cody? I have not. I'm going to. I yeah. tell myself. Um, but I have not watched Avatar The Last Airbender yet, so probably going to get through that first. Um, so, but when I went to rewatch this movie, because I was like, I need to watch it, I went head over heels with it. It has, it's very Spielbergian, and I love Spielberg stuff, as we've discussed plenty. Nice. Um, but but the the action sequences in this are still really, like, grabbed me. I, I love watching yeah. the, the chase mm-hmm. scene. Yeah. It is unreal. When how they're all trying to is. grab the, the thing from the bird. Yep. Yeah. So I don't good. What they're trying to. Grab, I mean, but there was a thing with the bird. They're trying. It to was. It. it was the clue to 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 the ship. Oh, it was one of the, the one of the pieces one of, the of, the paper of paper that they yeah. put yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Spielberg just loves these like long, intricate chase scenes and action mm-hmm. set pieces that can be like as like tied together and put in as few shots as possible. And like with the CGI, mm-hmm. he can just do fucking whatever he wants yeah. to. I mean, and it's kind of similar even, to Ready Player One, which is not a great movie, but does have know. sequences that yeah. are incredibly well shot and cool yeah. action. Well, well choreographed for sure. Yes. I think um, this movie also in the, like the same vein it also benefits from the cg style in scene transitions like you have a seamless it looks like a camera just like moving and then the environment totally changes and you don't have to like crossfade there's nothing it's just like you can be creative with your transitions too because it's all fake uh, yeah we're all animated it's cool and he really like captures this like medium that takes ownership of it in a way that I don't think has been done to this level. Yeah, I mean, is this the great mocap movie is my question. Probably. Is it the great fully uh, fully mocap animated? Well, I think, fully I animated. Think fully is the key because I think like the Planet of the Apes prequels That's the bigger argument, yes. Like incredible work. Yes. I like this um, better than those. I sure. think... I think uh, I may too, fine. even though I really like those movies. But I, I mean, see, the me, Caesar the performance is really good. To me, Donna, the Planet of the Apes is like one of the best blockbusters of the last 20 years. It's so it's really good. fucking good. I and agree like, with you. There's no business being as good as it is being a sequel to Rise of the Planet of the Apes. but it's Which is kind so of not good. good. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's pretty subpar. It's bland. Uh, so, okay. But so our options are basically the, the Zemeckis the Zemeckis movies and so this, this is right better is than it, any of those right it's easily better than any of those uh, are there any other fucking av- I mean, avatar is like 80 percent cgi and it's pretty okay, good yeah. it's i think the mocap in this is better than avatar avatar is not bad There's i also, just think the performances I, of the mocap are a little better i buy and i i get it's two filmmakers trying two different things like james cameron was trying to make you believe that these uh, aliens were like real tangible things. Right. Uh, but I think it was very successful. Like I watched that movie. Yeah. And I think like, I believe that that exists in like the real world. I think it will Tintin, look better. I don't. In that, but, but you're not that's supposed not, that's to. That's not what the intention was. So it's hard right. to compare those two. Yeah. It's like my point. I think Avatar 2, the mocap is obviously going to be miles I can't wait better. To see what that yeah. looks like. It's kind of um, But I think all the, all the performers in this movie are 
so very good. Like there's not a single person I think is, I love Andy Serkis as okay, the that, drunk. That yep. I was, Andy Serkis's whole character, I have, I have a hard time with. Whoa, I really? love him. I legitimately yeah. think he's so good. I also think Andy Serkis is basically good in most things. This character, I mean, the character that. feels very Andy Serkis. Yeah. Like, especially like the human characters that Andy Serkis plays. So, Guys, remember that Andy Serkis what? is about to be freaking Alfred? Yeah, that's insane. Um, like that. He's directing, like but he's directing Venom. <laughs> He's got his toes in literally every franchise from Lord of the because Rings. Because he's in Black Panther. Yeah. Spider-Man verse to Black Panther. To the only Jungle thing he's Book. the only Jungle Book. The only thing he's not mm-hmm. in is the Harry Potter franchise, which he, good on him at this yeah. point. And you know because what? Because Fantastic Look, Beast 3 is make... gonna come out and they're just gonna be like, that's it. Honestly, if they handed the reins to him though for like a future movie. Uh, uh, how do they not get him in the room for a movie about fantastic beasts that's insane dude i just i don't understand why they're like david yates is the only guy who can direct this franchise fire him dump him girl fucked up dump Dump him girl girl. i mean did you guys see that thing i said today where warner brothers was like hey we're gonna have a break between three and four which is code name for Uh, wrap it up with three probably they also have had a break between two and three (laughs) it's been a while been a minute um what was I saying about Andy Serkis? Oh yeah, his character. Can someone, and this is genuine, explain to me what what's going on with him? <laughs> like, he's a he's drunk. The, okay, when when he's drunk, he can remember and have visions of his grandfather. Yes. But when he's sober, he can't. Yes. And yeah. When he's why? sober, he can't do anything. Because but he when he's was sober a fun- and he yeah. gets drunk again, he like in his getting drunk again, it like helps him remember the thing that his grandfather told him. He reverts back. He was was drunk. He was not having visions of like actually being there. No, 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 no. It was memory. It was was telling a story that his granddad had told him. Yeah. Okay. Maybe just his regular dad. Okay. So basically the idea is he had drunk his memory away and the only way to reactivate it is drinking. It, I mean, it's, it's, it's like, yeah, I guess the, it's the, old school, the rule, silly it, alcohol. It's old school, stuff. Silly, sure. Yes. I was having a hard, cause it seemed like they were like tangible rules. Like, well, we need no. to get him the rum so he can remember the things. And I was like, what is, I couldn't. Yeah. Track, I mean, like, that, that, was that was the thing they, they had to get him drunk again to remember, but yeah. it wasn't like true visions. Yeah. Yeah, it was just, I loved him. Was, the visions are great. The visions Good. are cool. They're, they're cool. Yeah, it's weird. I, I like movie Danny... becomes a, a pirate movie. Like, no, I think that is a good well, thing. I mean, they adapt two different stories in this, right. and one of them is a pirate story. Okay, yeah. that makes sense. So I think Daniel Craig as the villain is also very good in an era where like yes. Daniel Craig wasn't doing yep. a lot of different and things honestly i saw his name in the opening credits and i was like trying to place him like the whole time because yeah. he kind of melts into the role i know it's, it's good. a good it's a good voice performance I mean, in that it's not just him delivering lines did you not it's, recognize it because he wasn't doing or what is his uh his the donut hole the, the hole in the donut hole <laughs> I was yeah. under the impression that, the, but now there's another donut encompassing. That he he donut. wasn't. He wasn't doing that voice, and he he's yeah. a he's meaner than what he normally sounds like as Bond. So it was like, although Bond yeah, is a mean, mean Bond is mean, but but Bond the nice. but the delivery is yeah. yeah I don't know. I think he's no, great. He, he was like evil in this. Like in this I think Jamie Bell is better cast as this than Ben Grimm. 
So that's good. Well, no shit. <laughs> uh, I've not I, seen I think four stick. So I, I think I Jamie Bell is a good actor. He knows, unfortunately was miscast in that one particular movie. Um, I love Tintin, and I love that he has a freaking dog named Snowy, and that's great. And Snowy's I love the great. dog. I loved how like early in the movie Tintin gets captured and chloroformed, which is horrifying for a children's yeah. movie. I guess is children's movie or family this movie this is a family, family movie, movie. it but is it a family be, I mean, movie not a children's movie but it's nickelodeon productions it's just like it's, yeah, it's, was, it's a family movie it was insane sure. to like see a gun i was like whoa you know? well, well again, i think that it's, like it's Indiana very Jones spielberg like a family yeah. movie yeah. yeah yeah so it's very much doing that anyways he gets chloroformed and boxed up and then we're just like going from snowy's perspective as he's like chasing the truck trying to like follow him that's probably my favorite scene in a fun the sequence movie. yeah i love a dog that loves his person uh, in movies. That's one of my favorite things. I uh, I remembered not liking the final sequence where they have a mecha fight with cranes. But this time around, I was like, good. nah, it's good. This is, it's I a love, sword this is fight, good. Cody. It's a, sword, uh, it's a fight. sword fight, not a mecha fight. Would, You're right. I would still argue that it's not good, but I... I don't think it's it's not the the best sequence in the movie. It's but not the it's best good. sequence, but it's it's better than I remembered. I was it's just, having it's fun. It's kind of a it. bummer to end on that. Like if that were like a a middle of the movie um, set piece, sure. Well, but see, honestly, the I, whole also movie, remembered, the whole I also remembered. I also remember fizzles out in like a weird way that's no. like a little unsatisfying see, to me. See, that's the thing. I remembered the same. I remembered that the that the the sword fight with the cranes was the last mm-hmm. thing. But then them realizing that it's in the house in a secret passageway, I think that shit rules. I think that's a great yeah. ending. I love that. I just, it just feels weird to end on like a conversation where they're just like, so we're going to go do some more stuff. Yeah, let's do some more stuff rather than like, I don't know. It just felt like a boring setting to like well, be in. Well, like it movie that would feel so better if we had 10, 10, 2 and 10, 10, 3 is probably, the thing. Probably. It would feel that ending would feel 12, Right. Um, but I, I just I, I love movies that do that where like work. I love movies that do that where they're like, oh, the thing we we're looking for, it was literally right under our noses the entire time. I like yeah. that. Yeah, That's fun. Yeah. yeah, it's good. I get it. It's fine. <laughs> it's National Treasure esque. Um, Except in National Treasure, we see uh, uh, motherfucker the- Jones pull up in his car with his one percent of the treasure. And it's funny. And you're like, ah, this is a fun note to end on rather than just like, yeah. want to go find some more treasure? No, in a National Treasure Book of Secrets, it literally ends the same way where they're As like, this? we got to do something else. Yeah, I can't remember exactly, oh, but it I ends on like, that that had like a cliffhanger. It, what's on page 37? What's on page 37? That's the mystery oh, they leave. Oh, right. The titular Book of Secrets. Yeah. I forgot about that because the president treasure three. I know we're getting the show. We're getting the show. Okay. We're getting the show. Did you see where Nicholas Cage was asked about it recently? And he got, I know him and the producer don't get along apparently, which is a bummer. Apparently Nicholas Cage always like a pleasure to interview, but he got like pretty like upset, like visibly upset when he was asked about it. So no Nick Cage, but I, yeah. it's fine. I still give me a historical mystery. And that's y'all still gotta see Pig, by the way. Pig's great. I, I will play. I will see Pig. I mean, it's on Hulu, right? It will it's be coming to Hulu. I will, will watch be, it. Yeah, it will be because it's a neon release. Um, Pig is one that like I think I was expecting a very different movie, and then it, and then I was like just weirded out by it 
immediately after I was like, I know that it's good, but it was just so weird. And then now that I've sat with it, I love it. It's great. See, at this point, I'm fully expecting something weird and not something John mm-hmm. Wicky. Yeah, yeah, it's not the the comparisons to John Wick. I think are making people um, expect different things, myself included. The trailer I mean, it, did not seem John Wick. I didn't watch the trailer. Oh, people just did it on the logline. It's kind of similar to like Stillwater, where people saw that trailer in the logline and think mm-hmm. it's one particular type of movie, and it just truly is not. Um, but Tintin is a particular type of movie, and that's a good one. Uh, <laughs> well, Chad, Chad is like an adventure movie. I'm mixed. I, I literally can't like frame to frame. I was like deciding are these character designs really incredible or are they yes. ugly? And I don't yes. know what they are. I think that I think uh, we I think it's like I don't know. But this also comes from a place of I am traditionally and historically way more forgiving of mm-hmm. iffy CGI. Um, yeah, than you. It's, it's not that like it doesn't look real because it is an animated movie, but like I think my complaint is that it looks too real without. It's. It, I think it's just uncanny I, valley. Stuff. I definitely I, I really know what you know what you're talking stuff. about, but I think that I had. I at some point I just kind of like settled into it and I was like, okay, exactly. This is, this is I just never how could. it is. Okay, see, could. that yeah. that's what the, happens to me with. Yeah, was bizarre to me. They all look like bobbleheads, except for Tintin. See, like truly every movie like this, I fully do what Mark said and just settle in, which is why I never noticed the shit. Like when there's bad CGI and like, unless it's like egregiously bad, I just like completely glaze over it because I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's what the movie looks like. And Tintin very much is that. I just accept that this is the style of Tintin and just roll with it. Um, I don't know. It, it's hard because it's like, I don't know. This, this movie doesn't have like a ton of like deeper meaning or anything like that to really analyze. Mm. It's just a fun adventure romp. And yeah. I know what movies we have coming down the barrel of 2011. And... We have like the exact opposite of this movie next. There's like, it, it, it's not it's got about, a lot of CGI it's, in it. It's got a little bit of CGI in it. CGI that is like the worst part of the movie in my opinion. But I think it's good, actually. Uh, that's fine. I, I'm willing to be convinced otherwise. If someone can tell me like what purpose it's serving, and oh, I can tell you like, the purpose. I will, I'll tell you the purpose. I fully can tell you the purpose. Yeah. Okay, cool. It's good. Um, because different movie, different time. Um, <laughs> we'll talk about it next week. But yeah, that Literally is a movie in seven days. that uh is not so focused on plot and is so focused on deeper meaning. And then this is the exact opposite, where it's yep, so focused right. on plot and being snappy and fun. And uh, not really talking about life as a bigger concept. I don't think that you like need need to do Me that. Me either. Though. Yeah, no, I think different I think movies this is, are different things, and that's what's beautiful about movies. I think this is a fun romp, and I agree I, with that. I wish somebody other than Paramount had control over this movie because they don't like releasing movies. I mean, I wish Spielberg would make another one. I wish Spielberg like, just, would just like, do it. Cut Jackson out of the picture, or let Del Toro go next. I, I okay, don't care. Okay, well, just, that's just that's almost way. as risky because how many things does? The, I mean, that's Spielberg's problem. Is he paired with um, Jackson, who got sidetracked with the Hobbit movies, and then had such a bad experience that he doesn't really want to do things anymore. Well, but he and, was also with Del Toro, who was being sidetracked with the Hobbit movies, like just right. from the Hobbit <laughs> movies, and was wasn't like I wanted. I don't want to like dive into something else. And Del Toro famously announces three hundred projects that he never gets to. Like, 
I don't know, have Edgar Wright take the next one. You know, have somebody else take it if you don't want to, uh, Stevie. But we will see. I mean, we don't know what's next for Spielberg, actually. Uh, We know his biographical movie... And that might be it. Well, and what's that story? But yeah, after that, we don't really know. We don't uh, know, so maybe. Yeah. Do we want to do alumni and Cape Check and whatnot? Yes. Yeah. Steven Let's Spielberg is an alumni. He is. Uh, he is a four, five time. Four. Four. There four. is a five timer in this movie, though. So, but his four were Jurassic Park. Yeah. Schindler's List. Yeah. And saving Private Ryan. Yep. Because so it's been like a, we're too like young over to a do decade ET. since we've seen him. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's been a minute. We've got a five timer in here too. Five timer. Is that Andy Circus? Perhaps it is Andy Circus. So the Lord uh, of the Rings trilogy. Uh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Um, for the Prestige. Yes. The and Prestige. And yeah. Yes. Who else? Who else? Who else? So okay. the uh. uh the Edgar Wright boys are actors. In yeah, this. Nick Frost and Simon Pegg. Yep. Well, also Edgar Wright wrote this. And Edgar Wright wrote uh, it. Yeah. I feel like we've talked about Daniel Craig and something, but I could be fully mistaken. We have not. Okay. We will, hmm. but we have not. It's now, going to be impossible to remember that Daniel Craig was in this movie whenever <laughs> oh, he yeah. comes up in the future. At are we going to talk about him in the future? I don't think we are. Uh, I was thinking about picking him, but I guess I didn't. When's Casino Royale? None of y'all are picking that. Y'all love yeah, That's already happened. We passed it. Oh, shit. And then Skyfall. I think Mark's got a different movie. Um, gotcha. Oh, yeah. Skyfall was like 2012, so that's like next year. Yeah. yeah. He's a good There bond, are though. four people. This is, I don't know. You who... don't recognize, but you will know at least one of the actors. Give me, give me oh, the names. So I, I did see that the... Uh, Pirates of the Caribbean wooden eye guys in this movie. Yes, McKenzie um, Crook. McKenzie Crook. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, he plays the pickpocketer. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I can't even remember anyone else in this movie. Yeah, I'm I'm drawing a blank now. From Tony Curran is in this. I don't know who that is. Anybody? No. Anybody? He is in Gladiator as assassin. Fine. Number one. <laughs> oh, it's at the point where one, I forgot that, that one, we've seen uh, Gladiator. There's that one woman, right? Uh, I, uh, I don't, there's no women in this movie. Yeah. Okay. I see. I see. I was like, I don't have any women on this list. Yeah, that's true. Um, uh, no, there's the opera singer and then that's, that's it. Right. There's a, there is the opera singer. We've got, um, I'm not making, I'm not, it doesn't make the movie good or bad that it's just, right. It just, it it just is based on something written in 1930. So, right. Yeah. I think like, cause it's all about like, you know, man's world and this like young boy old adult man right <laughs> navigating through it if that character i get that they're basing it on source material so you can't really do that but i think a, a, a woman going through this world would have been more fun an emily yeah. blunt type i would love uh, a you're just subscribing jungle cruise i am um <laughs> uh, we're also missing daniel mays who plays like pilot number three in pearl harbor this is bullshit <laughs> and, <laughs> you're going too deep and mark Evanier, 
These don't who, count. Who played uh, one of the Jews in Schindler's List? Mark, if 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 they play a character that has a number attached to their name and they're not playing like fucking X twenty three, you're not allowed to count. What them. about two four six okay. oh one? I mean, Mark Mark Ivan, you played Marcel Goldberg, so it has an actual uh, name. According to Cody's rules, Hugh Jackman doesn't count, guys. That's really, because he's credited as two, four, two, four, six, six, one. One. No, he's credited by whatever the name of that fucker is. Two, four, All right. six, Cape check. Cape check. <laughs> Who do we got? So Jamie Bell's in Fan Four Stick. Andy Circus yes. is in Black Panther and yes. Venom and uh, the Batman. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Daniel <laughs> Craig is. There's no other man who is that connected and like. To the common person, like middle of the country, like not not a Hollywood guy, unrecognizable. You know what uh, I mean? Yes. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Like, Daniel Craig surely was in a superhero movie, but I can't think of any. He was so in I'm a Star a... War. Was not. He was in a Star War. He was in a Bond. He's been in very successful franchises. Yeah. But not a. But no not soups. a cape. Not, not a. a, not no, a no capes. There's no capes. cape. There's capes in Star Wars. Okay, but for the, our purposes, no superheroes. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, fucking, fucking, uh, Simon Pegg is in The Boys. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, I actually didn't count that, but you're right. Haha. <laughs> I'm clever. And that's got to be it, right? Nick no. Frost maybe is in something. Mm, I don't have him as being in anything. His okay. name is Frost, and that makes me think of Ice Powers. But ice Man. <laughs> Edgar Wright and Joe Cornish both wrote Ant Man. I mean, well, they, get, well right. they got credited for writing Ant-Man. They didn't really. Yeah, sure. Okay, um, fine. Toby Jones is in this. Toby Jones from Captain America, the first Avenger, and What If yes, Episode yes, One. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, and Tony, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Tony yeah. Curran, who we were just talking about, is in, I mean, he's, he's in two things. He's in X-Men First Class and Blade Two. I don't know who he is next men first class. I mean, I'm going to have to take your word for it. Um, Um, So as isn't that it for Cape Jack? There's also Stephen Moffat who made uh, Doctor Who. So that counts. Sure. That's it. Doctor Who counts, Star Wars counts. The four superpowers. if, If we start talking about people who have appeared in Doctor Who than any time a British person is in a movie. (laughs) I I thought the same thing and I was like, I'm going to count the writer, but none of the the actors. Right, because it's like if you're a British actor, you're on one episode at least of (laughs) yeah, yeah, TV's crazy over there. Um, All right, so this made $374 million on a $135 million budget. That is a hit in my opinion. Um, (laughs) It's got 74% impersonating a baseball hitting the bat great again i think it was i think it was more of a hit overseas it was like the second highest grossing weekend of the year in france hey money money has no borders mark yeah money talks when we're talking about like this money Money has like no cultural legacy in america it's because we're talking about in america and also americans don't necessarily have the affinity to the source material as a lot of european countries do um, which maybe that should be fixed, but um, you know, it is what it well, is. Like it did yeah. not crack a hundred million in the US, which like yeah. if we think about movies that don't crack a hundred million in the US, those are mostly movies that are like not a hit in the US. Uh, but the the fucking Fast and Furious movies have done that. I mean they're I way mean, more global. Overall, they don't crack a hundred million. 
I don't know. <laughs> You're right. Um, this this movie made 74 on Rotten Tomatoes and 3.5 on Letterboxd. As we talked about, it was nominated at the Oscars for Best Original Score. It has no Oscar wins, but it did win the Golden Globe for Best Animated Feature. And it won Cody's heart. It won my heart. So did it win y'all's heart kind of doesn't matter because it's the first episode of the of the of the of the year yeah Um, i'd show it to my kids it's a good movie this is announcement chad now has kids um you just heard them barking in the background (laughs) um yeah so this is the best movie of 2011 so far that's fine we're we're not we don't have to do the rigmarole hey chad can you tell people where to find you online and tell us a movie you're looking forward to as well well the the movie thing is something i've thought about for a long long time and i know what i'm going to say uh-huh. Uh, I'm so let very me curious what you're going to say. In fact, I'm, that. I'm oh, postulating, I'm, thinking about things, but here, here you go. Yeah. So I, uh, I'm Chad. Yep. Not Thompson. Um, from from the beginning, that's called a payoff, yeah. Cody. Well, um, <laughs> I, I, you can find me at Chad A. Oliver. You can find my other show at LOTR Sentence. It's called Lord of the Rings Sentence. I read a sentence out of the Lord of the Rings once a week until I'm done reading the Lord of the Rings. Uh, and I'm looking forward to Candyman. Yeah. Candyman. Sounds good. Candyman. Mark, where can people find you? Candyman. Thank you for letting me go Candyman. second. You can find me. Okay, stop it. You're. <laughs> Oh no, there he is. <laughs> oh no, Chad got God. <laughs> changed your virtual background. That would have been a good bit. Yeah, you should have um, changed your virtual background to Candyman. Like it was candy. easy. Yeah. Um, uh, you can hey, find me. Hold on, both of you. Before Friday, which doesn't give you a lot of time, you do need to watch the original Candyman. I'm, so put that in okay. your schedule. We'll probably not watch it before Friday, but I probably also won't watch Candyman on Friday. So. Okay, well, I just mean before you see Candyman, this is a legacy sequel. They're kind of talking around it, but it is fully a legacy sequel. This is a a regular Halloween Kills, or I guess Halloween. Halloween. It is fully the main guy is playing a character from the first movie. Who was it? Good to know. Wish I had known that before. I know. I thought I told you guys, but it was realizing I had not. I was mad at you. I was mad at the marketing team behind Candyman. Don't think it'll be that important. I imagine they're intending Uh, people to watch it without that backstory. It's still useful. I think it's it's more important. I don't know. I can't speak until I see it. I I imagine it's more important than we realize. If the marketing team is not showing that, it's because the marketing team doesn't think it's very important. I will. I mean, the, the. the person who plays his mom, who is all over the trailers, is an actress from the original movie reprising her character. So I guess it's like one of those things like, if you know, you know. I don't know. Yeah. Anyway, anyway you can find me at Wallington Mark on all of the social platforms. And I'm looking forward to Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Looks good. Great. <laughs> Chad, I know I we're trying to wrap up. I didn't um, see this come in because I was my phone's on... fucking been blowing up. Yes, we we've got to go. Um, Mark didn't tell you where to find him, but that's okay. I said you just weren't listening. Okay, you can find me at Cody Lunsford underscore. You can also listen to my other show. We need to talk about Spider Man. We're we're about to talk about this fucking trailer, so yeah. check it out. Maybe on you can anywhere stay, you can find feeds. Maybe you can stay after the not credits, but after the. Shit. we'll see chad hasn't figured out his distribution model no um, i'm so f- 
fucking stressed about it too. Okay. Okay. I am excited about the motion picture worth. That's right. I've heard of more than the two movies these boys did. I was prepared to go third. Okay. I had a I had a third picked as well. I, had, I hope you know. I'm looking forward to Shang-Chi. Okay, but Mark said that one. I had a backup. Uh, you said Candy. I said Candyman. You said Candyman. I would have said Cinderella, the musical. That, no, that comes out a week late of hey, what we were going to. Bitch, it's on the list you sent us. Oh. Anyway, Worth is a movie about 9-11. So um, it's uh, Michael Keaton. It's about the guy who basically has to figure out the monetary value that survivors of 9-11 victims get. And it's supposed to be incredible. It played at some festivals um, a week ago. Um, So, Chad, I need to look at my screen in order to wrap the show up. Um, thanks everybody for listening. Uh, I truly don't know what the quote is. You're gonna have to give me the screen back, you guys. Can, you can swipe over. Can I? Yeah. Yeah. You can get off this. How? Three finger swipe. I. What the fuck are you talking about? Do I'm not on the same device swipe? as you. I don't. Ha- I have a mouse. Right? I have a mouse. No, I'm not on a laptop. And as swipe. always, I'd rather you <laughs> keep your trousers on if it's all the same to you. See you next week. Everybody, we're about to watch the Spider-Man trailer, but next time on Best Pictures, we're going to be talking about the Tree of Life, because um, we are, we, you know, we contain multitudes. We like Tree of Life and Spider-Man, uh, and it's available to watch wherever you can rent movies, but it's not streaming anywhere because it's a cruel and unforgiving world. It is as hard to find as Terrence Malick himself. That might be cool.com. You never know.